together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to look at the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 6, from verse 8. In those days, Stephen, full of grace and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue arose and disputed with Stephen. But they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. Then they secretly instigated people who said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes. And they came upon him and seized him and brought him before the council and set up false witnesses who said, This man never ceases to speak words against this holy place and against the law. There are a few things that I would like us to look into. Obviously, the author to the Acts of the Apostles introduces to us Stephen, the first martyr that we know. And Stephen is seen and is presented to us as a man full of grace and power, a man who has found favor with God, a man who did great wonders and signs among his people. And so we are given Stephen as an icon of our faith, as a person who was faithful to God, as a person who tried to live out his vocation. Now, we are seeing a contrast, a Stephen who does wonders and signs among the people of God, who follows his vocation and who does that which he believes is right. That is on one side. On the other side, we are encountering a group of people who belonged to the synagogue, who arose and, and disputed with Stephen. Now, what I find absolutely interesting and sad at the same time is that in the synagogue, which is a place of prayer, a place of worship, a place of God, a place where you expect to find harmony, peace, goodwill, love, you find a dispute that rises because a certain group of people are not happy with Stephen. And the author gives us that Stephen had done nothing wrong except to work miracles, wonders, and signs among the people. Now, the first point that I think we need to learn and to realize in life, we need to continue to be good, even though we know that people are always going to discredit whatever we try to do. The mere fact that people discredit what you say does not negate the good that you say and do. In life, as people, we need to acknowledge that we are not doing the greatness and the good that we are called to do so that we may please people. We do it because we are called to do it. We respond to the bigger and the greater vocation in our own lives. And so many of us have seen people 
leave church, stop being good, and refusing to do that which they know has been their greatest gift given by God because they have met some negativity and some people who've pushed them back. And so the first thing that we we must always continue to remember is the reason why we continue to do good. And I think it is important to remember that we continue to do good because we know it is the right thing to do. I teach my children to be honorable young men and young women. I teach them respect because I know it is the right thing to do and I know it is something that is good for them in the long run in their own lives. And so we encounter Stephen who does that which the Lord invites him to do. The other thing that I also find that it is important to realize is that these men, they rise and they dispute him, not because he has done wrong in himself. And so in disputing him, they try to fight with him, but they cannot withstand the wisdom of Stephen and the spirit that the Lord has given him in which he spoke. And so they try Stephen and they don't succeed. And so I think at times we need to ask ourselves, why do we fight the people that we fight? Why are we fighting the battles? Why are we doing that which we know is destroying the other person? Why do we do that which we know stills the sense of peace? Why are we instigators of negativity, and destruction among other people's lives. What is it that I get? What is the thrill that I get out of seeing someone else's life deteriorating, being distracted? And how, what is it that I get when I see a family being destroyed? What is it that I get when a good person's name is dragged in the mud? The other thing that I also find absolutely interesting, having failed to dispute him and to win the arguments against him, what do they do? They secretly go against and behind him and they instigate people. Now, that's the sad part about human nature, that sometimes some of us will secretly go about and speak ill against each other. And that, in common English, it's called gossip, where we go and we spread news about the other person. Whether the news are true or not true, the intention is never to build. The intention is always to destroy. And so what I find said in the synagogue, with the people who belong to God, is that they go out to destroy the good work that the man of God has done. And they instigate people against Stephen. And sadly so, there are people who take this role and so they go and they, they spread the rumors, they spread the news that they do not necessarily know. 
And what is it that I think the Lord is teaching us about that? Sometimes we are easily influenced by people. And we, we do things that we don't necessarily believe in. We do them in order to please those around us. Someone plays the tune and we dance. And we dance to the music that we might know or we may not know, but it is for the destruction of someone else's life. And so the question that I need to ask myself, do I listen and do I critically make a choice of what I hear about someone? One of the things that I always value and I always try to practice, if someone comes to me and say, uh, Father, I'd like to tell you something about so-and-so, I always ask myself, why are you telling me that story? That's an important question to ask. The second question I always ask myself, okay, having, to having you told me that story, what do you want me to do? And dear friends, there are always three sides to a story. Your side, my side, and the truth. And how many of us are willing to know the truth? How many of us are willing to investigate the truth? The other thing that I also find absolutely interesting in the story of Stephen is that in as much as Stephen is brought in the council and everybody speaks against him, Stephen in this episode, he doesn't say much. But in verse 15, all those who were gazing at him who sat in the council, they saw that his face was like that of an angel. They saw that Stephen was innocent. They saw that Stephen had not done anything wrong. And so we need to realize that sometimes we don't have to answer all the accusations. We don't have to answer all the questions. We don't have to entertain all the gossips. We don't have to fight every person who speaks ill against us. The truth has a way of coming out. And the truth has a way of redeeming us. And so sometimes we need to walk away and trust in God. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.